The Red Room Theater, episode 30, Falling Down. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every week, we look at one of the movies that raise us up. Tell me how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today, we talk about the movie Falling Down, and how it taught us to be a good man, and taught us that damn in the man isn't the way. So, let's go into this. First, the movie, Falling Down. This is an older film, man. When did this come out? I don't know. I'm going to guess 92 to 94. I think yeah. we're young. It's got to be early 90s. Early 90s? You can tell um, with the haircuts. <laughs> and there's an MC Hammer poster on that. On no, the, there's not. Yeah, the Hammer Don't Hurt Him poster on the, uh, on the pier. I didn't notice that at all. I was going to call that out when we were watching it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hammer Don't Hurt Him. It's got to be the 90s, man. Early 90s. Early 90s. This movie has a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a decent 93. score. 93. I said 92, 94, didn't I? Yeah, Boom. you said between 92 and 94. I had it, dude. I squared it up big time. So, um, 73% Rotten Tomatoes. This movie's directed by Joel Schumacher. Now, this, I've never liked Schumacher. I actually Look hate, at his movies. I didn't know, because this thing, I know him from Batman Forever and from uh. the worst films of all time, Batman and Robin. Oof. It's one of two, only two movies in my life I've walked out of. Uh, that one, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy. Yes, Oof. Schwarzenegger is uh, terrible. Tri- Trickster or Riddler? That was that was Batman Forever. Two Face and Riddler. That wasn't as bad. No, it was not as bad. I'm like, okay, it's different than Burton's. I I do love Jim Carrey though. I, you know what's crazy is was it a Flaming Lips song when Jim Carrey was in yes, the Yes, it is, <laughs> dude. <laughs> there's a Flaming Lips, and there's a, isn't there a um. There's another big song in that soundtrack. What, Kiss from a Rose? Yes, dude! Too bad that's the baddest seal jam ever. <laughs> that's from a, and the, the music video has Batman video cut Too into it. Too bad. Man, don't get me started on Nicole Kidman, dude. That, it was stupid, dude. She's like... Worst movie ever. She's working out. He comes... It's so dumb, dude. <laughs> okay, you so got me hating Schumacher. So I hate him, but then I looked at his, his resume. Did you like St. Elmo's Fire? Well, here's the thing. He, I thought that was a Hughes movie. It was a huge movie. No, Hughes. I thought so too. It's part people put it in the Brat Pack movies. Because Schumacher how... has two Brat. He has Elmo's Fire, which is kind of the Brat Packs in his movie. Yeah. Everyone thought I thought it was Hughes as well. Then you have the Lost Boys. That ain't no Hughes movie. No, it's like that's just like a Schumacher film. I tell you what, though, it's amazing. That, that movie that cast is insane. Wow, was that a good movie? You got both Corys in that movie. Man, Jason Patrick. That movie, I mean, it's dated, but Keeper, I still love it. And you it. got uh, Bill S. Preston, dude, who's one of the vampires. Dude, I love the grandpa's lie at the very end. All the damn vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a revelation, just like, old man grumpy. Dude, it's, uh, it's so crazy. Um, 
But then he has his two, um, he does two movies based on John Grissom novels. I can't believe he's the one that did 8mm. Eight, eight well, he does The Client and Time to Kill paired up. Client, is that uh, Cruz? The Client, no, that's The Firm is Cruz. Oh. The Client is... Um, the Little Boy? Yes. And who's the woman lawyer? I can't remember. It's not Sandra Bullock, is it? Susan Sarandon? It's Susan Sarandon. Okay. Man, look at you pulling those, dude. That's a good movie. It is. But, dude, A Time to Kill is a good movie. A Time to Kill is insane. Samuel L. Jackson, one of his go-to lines forever. <laughs> yeah, I killed him. I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, that is an amazing movie. Is it Kiefer movie. in that one, too? Oh, yeah. He's, he's one of the... He's that crazy one of the, redneck, yeah. dude. He's, a, no, he's one of the um, KKK guys. Like what McConaughey say? No. Imagine she was white. It was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> oh, shoot. That, that's how he won the case. I know. Imagine she I'm like, Come on, dude. I'm like, listen, listen. They're awful. And they, should, they should be in prison. But you killed but, those uh, fools in cold uh, blood, yo. Uh, uh, here's the difference. They're gonna get ex- they got executed, and you're going to get life. <laughs> With no parole. Dude. But uh, then he did 8mm. And that movie. Dude, have you seen that movie? That movie broke me, man. That movie hurt me in a lot of ways. Dude, that there, people talk so much trash in Nicolas Cage. He's got some gems, dude. dude he, do, it's crazy. He has such good movies out there. You his, gotta watch that his movie. His last Joe, decade has been bad, man. No, that movie Joe it was good. Oh my goodness, man, dude. Shout out to Consolidated Barbershop. My boy uh, in there gave me the. Uh, Movie to borrow, man. Whole recommendation to Joe, huh? Dude, he well, he brought it to the barbershop and told me to take it home. He wanted me to watch so bad. Nice, man. It was amazing, dude. Um, but eight millimeter, my graduating class. <laughs> that was their movie for our class. You know, our How class? is that possible? I'm like, you don't watch. Like I this. understand Green Day, Time of Our Lives being the song, exactly, but not eight millimeter. <laughs> that thing is, that's not meant to be movie watch for fun. That, what does he call that big dude that wears the, the I leather? I can't remember. Machine. <gasps> oh dude, my he's god! So that sick. scene in the hallways with that, with that, with that German rock playing. Oh my! That's goodness. some scary crap, that was, dude. That was scary before Rammstein was around, dude. <laughs> mm. That movie, I I probably watch it That's again. That's one of the sickest movies I've ever seen, dude. dude. I can't watch it. I literally. <sighs> okay, we got to go in there. So eight millimeter. So <laughs> Schumacher makes some good movies, and he made this one. And this movie, this is a gem, dude. Was received well. Ebert loved Too it. Too bad it was received way different by us when we were young. Man, but thing is, some groups of people didn't like it. Like, um, the, the Koreans didn't like it because this movie came out a year after the L.A. riots. And in the L.A. riots, a lot of L.A. burned down. Korean shops? Korean shops. Uh-huh. So they're like, man, we're not bad people. And this guy's busting our dude up. And I know. Then, you know, also, during the late 80s, early 90s, you had a lot of defense contractors who were laid off. And, and the guy in the movie, the defense oh, guy. yeah, yeah, he built so they're, they're saying we're not like this guy. They were, they, their whole so, union. So um, he was a genius. He was at least an engineer didn't, didn't of some he kind. he say that he was overeducated, underqualified? Something like, yeah. Obsolete? Absolutely. How about that Economi- Economically, wait, unviable? Yeah. Is that what the guy had Something to sign? Something like that, yeah. How economically about, how about unviable. The, how about the moment they shared? That's don't, a moment. Don't forget me. And he nods at him. That was mm. powerful, dude. Dude, craziness. Is that what it is, economically unviable? I think so. Man, that's messed up. Okay, so this movie takes place in L.A. 
Okay. It just, it's a hot, sweaty. Man, I freaking hate Southern California. Dude, I, look, looking at that traffic, I wanted to go crazy. <laughs> Dude, we'll get to that. Okay, so the movie, what's it about? Give us the one sentence summary of what this movie's about. White boy gone crazy. It's about an angry white male. It, <laughs> it really is. is. It's, you know, okay, this is how he's, uh, this is not me being funny. This is me, every description of this guy in the whole movie is a white guy with a white shirt and tie. That's him. That's his description in the whole movie. He's, he's vanilla and he breaks. He goes crazy. I mean, and he, he, and he, he is goes like, nuts in the opening scene and never comes back. Yeah, it's crazy. The thing is that opening scene almost makes me go crazy. It does make me go crazy. The fly. The traffic. Garfield stuck to the window. The, the, every, all the radios around the you. The bus next to him. The kids throwing paper airplanes. Just just the the, the, the awfulness of everyday life. Just on L.A. And the traffic. It was the driving. Heat, you dude. See, and then you see the arrow blinking. Because they're, they're supposed to merge. Oh, my. And then you know as well as I do, people don't merge to the last second. Ooh. This movie's about a guy who goes nuts. And as he goes through L.A., he has a series of escalating encounters with common, annoying, everyday things. But he engages it like a psycho. He engages it with violence, with force, with anger. Well, he, he gets to a point where he doesn't want to deal with anything. No. Nope. So everything he takes head on. And he's like abrasive about everything. Right. It's, it's Once a, he goes off, he, he's not coming back. He knows. You've annoyed me. Or th- I think you're dumb. I'm going to let you know it in the worst way possible. So, I still, and, but the thing is, you have that happening, but on the flip coin, you have his almost alter ego, not alter ego, his foil. Yeah. You have this cop and his story unfolding. This, this cop who is re- he's retiring. It's like literally, it's like a classic troop. It's, 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 it's the, like Danny Glover on Lethal exa- Weapon. I'm too last old for this day, crap, yeah. dude. Um, but uh, he's re- it's the last day of work. He's retiring, moving to Arizona. They put his, the sand in his drawer. I mean, it's, it's, he's done. It's his last day. But he's, as the day goes on, he's putting together what's going on out there. He's realizing something's happening in his city, and no one's seeing it. Which is crazy. He's the only one putting everything together. And no one listens to him. That Yeah, that's crazy. It starts with the Korean. It does. It definitely does. Now, let's go through the cast and break this down, man. We have, we'll, we'll go back to Douglas and we'll, Douglas's defense. His name in the credits is defense. What is it, Bill? It's, if mom tells you it's Bill, yeah. but the, the credits don't even, they just put defense. Yeah, it's kind of like the bass player on that thing you do. <laughs> the bass player. Like, literally, his lesson plate was defense, and that's how he's referred to the whole movie. Okay, and that's because he worked for the... For the exactly. Um, what do you call it? Worked for the par- Department of Defense. Department of Defense, yeah. Making missiles. That's hilarious. Michael Douglas has some good movies. He, I mean, we loved his kids, Romancing the Stone, and what's the sequel? Um, Jewel of the Nile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jewel of the Nile first? Which was first? I think Romancing Stone second. Okay. They're both. His character is so funny in that. Too bad Danny DeVito's awesome in that. He's a... Dude, that's, he's always in my mind, always been that dirty, short guy from that movie. Too bad. He was awesome in Taxi, too, though. <laughs> yeah, he's the same guy. He is exactly the same guy. <laughs> um, Douglas has that. Um, he's been in some decent flicks, dude. Traffic was stinking great. He plays the senator against uh, the drug trade, but he showed the Toros, that crazy drug dealer in Mexico. Kevin I don't Z- think I've seen that. Catherine Zeta-Jones is the wife of a drug lord, and the, her husband goes to prison, and he's, she's going to lose everything. She becomes a drug kingpin at the end. It's nuts. Holy God. It's a crazy movie. But there's a scene with Douglas, his, his daughter, he's in a war on drugs, speaks about the podium, and his daughter becomes a crack whore. 
What? And he's got to go into the hood to get her. It's a crazy scene. Holy, you know what? That's kind of sounded familiar. He knocks on the door and this just, dude, this guy, it's funny. He's just hooded out, man. And it's, it's muscles, dude. And he's just, he's a suit wearing white guy, dude, in the hood trying to get his daughter. It is scary. He's a senator? Yeah, Holy dude. God. It took, that movie is something, dude. But this movie, he plays this character. He owned it. It's, he's so good. He's so good as a child, as a young man. I thought he was the good guy of the well, movie. The, the, I, re, I remember, I distinctly remember him with uh, the question mark, I'm the bad guy. Oh, he doesn't my. realize he's the bad guy. And when we were young, when we watched him when we were young, we both were like, he's, he's right. He's the man. We were, I was for him my whole man, life. Watching it as an adult, though, you're like, dude. Because now we go through this everyday crap. And it's a grind every day just to get up. That's life. And it sucks every day. And you're driving in, dude, in a semi-truck. a semi in this traffic. People are cutting dude, you off. Dude, not only do people not merge at the last second, they will merge into me like I'm like don't exist. I just they know that they can they can uh, come off the line faster. We're all sitting still, dude. Like, oh, I, I can see why. He loses his mind, but I mean, you, regular grown-up person, not a little kid throwing a tantrum. You can't. No, you just have to deal with it. But um, Douglas owns this role. His spiked haircut, his glasses. He just like it's almost like a inverted Godfather. Because as a you know, as a younger man, I was with him though every time. I'm like, yeah, you're the thief, not him. And like, like the cholos. I'm like, yeah, get those cholos. Like I'm, I'm with them, but he. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Next you have Robert Duvall. I get, how do you say his name? Predagast? Predag, 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 I don't know. Predagast. They don't say his first name ever. It's always his last name. Yeah. Duvall is great in this. He, it, there's very few things I could say he did that aren't awesome. Honestly. He's if, one of those guys. If he's in a movie, he makes it better. Oh, man. He doesn't do a lot of like leading role stuff. He doesn't. He has the Apostle, which he made himself. That's all. Really? He directed that himself. He had secondhand lions he was in that he, you know, that he was kind of the leading guy. But generally, he's more of a, a, a supporting character. Did he win the um, Oscar for supporting on The Judge? I do not know. I don't think he did, man. Man, was he good in that. He was Heck. old in that movie. Man, he was old. He's old. Like, this movie, you know, he's old. He's going to be passing away soon. He's got to be in his he's, 80s. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's in True Grit. With stinking John Wayne. I know. He's got to be old. And he looks like he's like John Wayne's age in that movie. Maybe a few years younger, but yeah, he's old. He's, they're, he's, they're, they're, they're he's a there, man. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. a kid. He's a man with John Wayne, which means he's got to be stinking old. Yeah. But uh, stinking, um, you have Barbie, Barbara Hershey as Beth. And I don't know Barbara Hershey very well. I just don't know her movies. Well, that's... Um, Barbara Hershey plays the wife of Douglas. Okay. And man, do I feel for her. She stinking, how do you say? She stinking. She's just trying to make it in everyday life with her. You know daughter. what's crazy? Is watching no one believe her. That's hard. Dude. I know. The cops keep leaving. And the one cop was, was pissing me off because she kept trying to tell him, well, yeah, he's, I, I could see him, but he's never hit you. Oh, you think he could be capable? Like, he, looking at her like she's crazy. And the thing is... Watch some of those home videos, dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude, the thing is... 
And you know what? I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes in our culture, you know what? Because here's the thing. In my family, I've seen crazy cousins burn guys' lives down because they were mad at them. And so, because, I don't know, because of that one instance I see, I think to myself, when a, when a girl cries wolf, maybe it's not true. Maybe she's just mad at him. Well, the, the thing, the thing that, that, that annoys you in this movie is like, she's not crying wolf, dude. Like, she didn't call you, like, every week for the last six exactly. months. Exactly. Like, this is, the, this is her daughter's birthday party. Dude's calling saying he's on the way. Oh, it doesn't take that long to get from here. He's on foot, dude. Man, and the thing is, it's so frustrating because as soon as they're gone, he's there, dude. And oh, it's I feel Becca. She's like, he didn't hit me, but there's more. A guy can be a jerk just besides hitting a woman. Oh man, like we've known different kinds of abuse in our life. We've we've had physical and we've, we've had emotional. Seen it all, dude. We've got a, and uh, emotional can do real damage. Yeah, emotional's worse. I've always said I'd rather get that that butt whipping than the scolding, dude. There's a scene in the uh, the uh, videotapes where he's he causes a scene with his wife. He's such a dog. He's, it's a dude. He's a terrible man. And they go to the pier and he's saying to her, "Why you gotta do this? It's her birthday. Why you gotta do this?" And I'm like, "How many times I've heard men be play the fool, make a scene, wreck an evening, and then blame the woman for it? How many times have I seen that in my life, dude?" The whole way. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta do this? I'm like, you piece of crap. Why you gotta be so rude? But she plays, she's a strong woman trying to make her life to put the life back together again. Well, she's raise he, her daughter. Well, here's the thing, another thing that pisses me off. Okay, it doesn't matter if he's touched her or not. She's got stinking, um, what do you call those things? PPL. Yeah. I mean, he's legally not supposed to be anywhere near her. Or calling. And he's calling and saying he's on the way. And Why are you leaving? He threatens to kill her over the phone. Dude, he says in other cultures, it's legal for a husband to kill his wife if she makes him look like a fool. Like, dang, dude. I mean, that's, that's a threat. Dude. Now, this movie was crazy. Is the, the episodes do increase in intensity. Oh my goodness! The first one is almost comical at the at the, at the fast food store at the not the, the um the corner market. Yeah, yeah, the Korean store. Here's the thing, though: if you've got a market in the hood, you don't mark it up because you're a jerk. You mark it up because you're covering all the shoplifting. Yeah, you have to because your rents. I mean, it, your insurance is high. You're you're selling low quantities. Walmart can sell things cheap because they sell thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A market store sells. Well, and the, and, the, and and he's a, a mom and pop shop, one shop. He don't have a big corporate back in him. So he, he might have to charge like in Flint. If I go to the if I go to the market, there's a one grocery store in the city now. We, have, we finally have a grocery store in the city limits. Too bad I can't believe you even go there. I don't go that. I go. I go. I'm going to that one. The one on uh, Davidson. Yes. Forget that, that place has next to the Coney. Yes. Heck no. They have high prices because massive shoplifting, high crime. They don't. They don't have. Um, what do you call it? Walmart can buy a million cans of Coke yep. for low price and sell it for low. But if you own a mom and pop shop, you're buying only five pallets. Mm-hmm. You don't get the big break. And so the guys. But I mean, it's a. The guy is not. He's not kind. The Korean guy isn't kind. The shop owner. He was kind of funny though. Like, but the thing is, he walks in and he's breaking a new thing of quarters into the cash register. He looks at him straight up and says, "You got to buy something." Then slams the door. Dude, like he had it open. Dude, he's close. To the he change. is kind of. That is he's a jerk. A jerk. Yeah. But you know what you can take. You know, you don't burn a place down because a guy's a jerk. Um, 
then you go to the next one is How the, much you selling this six pack of donuts? <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> He's like, oh. He smashes him. Oh. How about when that one dude takes his briefcase and goes, you can have it. I don't need it. All right. <laughs> There's nothing in it, dude. That was so Throws funny. the apple at him, dude. <laughs> but the next sequence is the Cholos. He's sitting on a hill. He, he's got a hole in his shoe. His feet are killing him, so he wants to take a break and just rest. He's in gang territory. Yep. And these cholos, Mexican gangs just come up on him. And they're, they want to roll him through. They're doing a pretty much pay the toll type deal. What's crazy is his suitcase has nothing in it. His suitcase has nothing in it, but to him it's the principal. Mm. You shouldn't be able to bully me because I'm, I'm a skinny white guy in a turf. Yep. Has his baseball bat from the Korean store, and he puts those two guys down. I love how he's like, I'm not giving my briefcase. I'm not going to do that. Like, For me, it's better principal. I'm not getting pushed around anymore. Yeah. My whole life has been pushed around. I'm ending it stinking now. You can only imagine how he was treated at work. I could. He probably just a yes man, pushed yeah. around. Here's the, probably fired by Memo, him and 14 mm-hmm. other guys. Oh. Then after the, I mean, you. once again, you can see why, but... But you Duvall can't. says, you don't have the right. Yeah. Why don't, at some point, you think right. you're special? The only thing that makes you special is that little girl. Ooh. It's like, dang, dude. dude. at the end of that movie, I was straight up crying, I bet dude. bet you were. Dude. All these movies have something to do with the little girl, dude. You can't handle that. I'm getting wrecked week after week on these movies. But, um, seeking, um, after that, these, they, the gang members find him, try to shoot him in a drive-by. Dude, that drive-by, broad daylight, and he hits all the innocent people around misses him. Hits that lady pushing a stroller and yes, everything. Yes, it's you're crazy. Like, Holy God, one dude smoking a cigarette, poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And then he walks over there. They, they crash he the car. He walks right up to the car. They're laid out bleeding. They've all their guns in a gym gym bag. He just takes their gym bag, shoots the guy who's alive in the leg. Right in his leg, dude. He's like, he goes, goes, you missed. I mean, he's it's crazy. It's insane, dude. Um. And the next sequence is the fast food. Yep. He walks in there, and you know what? They're, they're jerks about it there. They're jerks. Are they? People are jerks. What are you going to do? Dude, listen. It's 11.34. They won't serve him breakfast. If I was selling fast food, if I was working at a fast food place, I'd be an asshole. <laughs> There's no way I could handle it. There's no way. Dude, you had customers all day. You'd probably get tired of it. Well, you're probably getting treated like crap all dude, day. I was subbing this week, dude. But the last hour, I hated all the kids, too. You, you're, you're not meant to be a teacher, dude. No, dude. I, don't, I, I literally thought to myself, if I, if I was a teacher, how could I go home and love my own children? I would just be tired of children all day. It's like, that's like uh, if, if you worked at Starbucks or something. You're not going to come home to drink coffee. No, <laughs> to make coffee. You know, Honey, make coffee the best. Freaking coffee. Dang, dude. <laughs> Which is weird because we were the opposite way. Being at Aldo's doing, being awesome dishwashers. I love doing the dishes. I, it was weird, dude. It was weird. Um, but uh, the fast food, when he gets, he, he gets Max, they won't give him food, so he brings his gun out. Because the guy's a jerk to him. The, guy, the manager is... Yeah. Rick. Rick, dude. And then... He orders, he, he pulls his gun out, causes a scene, gets a burger, the burger looks... Well, here's the thing, though. It was all about breakfast, and then he's like, you know what? I think you're right. I think I'm going to have lunch. <laughs> I think it's that little burger. It's is just smashed. <laughs> he's like, look at that. Look up there. It's all fresh. And <laughs> it's succulent. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and look it's at true, this. dude. Sometimes you don't get food, and it sucks. Well, dude, same thing. It's how everything is. Look, look, for example. Advertising says it's awesome, and you get it, and it's not. Dude, how about look, look at the front of a cereal box. Do you know why the milk is so white and cereal on the pictures? It's glue, isn't it's it? It's glue. <laughs> it's just 
That's what world we live it's in. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. You can't mass produce awesomeness. No, you can't. That's why you, I mean, if you want awesome, you got to pay for it. <laughs> the, the, the tattoo shop, then he goes to the, to the seeking army surplus Yeah, to store. get new boots. And that is when he kind of turns. Yeah. Because that guy, you realize the only person in this whole world who thinks Michael Douglas is a G is a psycho Nazi white power Nazi nut job. That guy, first of all, is a great actor. If I seen him in real life, uh, to me, that's him. That's it's got. He's. I'm, I'm like. It's not an actor. It's a real guy who hates Jews, dude. He, he, remember, he's making, making those those gay guys feel bad. That was horrible. He was such a jerk to them, dude. That was funny when they when they knock his sunglasses over. Effing <laughs> facts. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, hey. he is such a jerk. And he, dude, the cops come. He covers for. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm with you. How about when he starts being all sexist with the cop? Just to get her out of there. Just yeah. to get her. He's like, dude, he is such a, he's a sexist, racist. homophobe, racist, psycho. Now, I know people say all the time that all these, like, that were like, the right is, if you don't, if you vote for Trump, you're racist, sexist, xenophobic. No, no, no. Not everyone is that Nazi guy, okay? No. Normal people like Trump. So cut it out, everybody. Too bad I was just getting ready to make a joke, too. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm saying on Facebook, I see people saying things about people. I have good friends of mine who are a bit of a Trump. I don't hate them. Dude, I got good friends on both sides, and I, I'm, I'm radio silent because I can't believe what comes out of their mouths. Because here's the thing. I have friends on both sides. I think they're all nuts. Mm -hmm. If you think she's awesome, you think he's awesome, I think you're stupid. Hey! <laughs> Man, don't get me started. <laughs> just throwing bombs here, dude. But you realize the only guy that, that, that thinks he's a good person that likes him is a nutjob. Which so show him if the only guy that's I'm cool is a psycho. Maybe I'm freaking psycho, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. He broke his glasses in four months. Oh, dude, that scene is horrifying though. That's when he's showing the, the, the detention building. Yeah, he's like, this is Saron Five. He's like, I'm not like you. And then you see his face change. Like, oh, oh man, dude. Who are you? It's just crazy. It's insane. Um, but, and then for that, everyone he meets, he doesn't care if they die. At the golf course. That was bogue. I mean, I'm part of you is with them. Listen, but you, I, I understand. But Old man's being a rich jerk. But look, you can't trespass. You can't, I mean, just, you just don't break the law, dude. Like. He's like, there should be, he, he's doing, should be kids here. Should be and, a petting zoo. I'm like, listen, man. Like, people are allowed to build a nice thing and go there. It's allowed, dude. Dude, four. He's like, five. <laughs> That's that pretty funny, funny, dude. That was funny. Gives a guy a heart attack, and he's, and the guy's dying. He, no, no compassion. No, he's like, in that stupid hat. Dude. Pills are in the cart, huh? What cart's in the lake? <laughs> Thinking shoots a cop. I mean, he literally, he's off the rails. And at oh, the yeah. end, they tell you. I never caught it. Duvall said, what are you going to do? What was your plan? How is it going to end? Douglas that says, was Douglas sick. says, I don't know. And Duvall's like, you, you know? guys always say you don't know. You want to kill your wife and your child. You've then it'd be easy to turn the gun on yourself. It's That nuts. was sick. Nuts, dude. I'm like, he was going to. Yeah. That's how it freaking happens. Yeah. You see all the news all the time. These crazy guys go nuts, kill their wife, and can kill themselves. What the crap? When they do it, it's easier for them to take their life. That's sick. Dude, it's bad, man. Just end yourself, dude, if you're going to be that dumb. Whew, that poor little girl.
Dude, when he, I can't handle that stuff. When he comes onto the pier and she sees him, and she's just like, hey, "Daddy, mom, it's daddy." Too bad her face was the same face that Pacino's brother had, and take a second. Yes, it was, dude. Willie! <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> but little girls with their dads, even they're monsters. They don't care. They don't know her love for dad. I'm like, I mean, it got. I was already like on the edge right when she says, "Daddy." I'm I like, bet. I can't handle this, dude. Dude, talk about the tension building up. That scene at the end is brilliant. It's perfect. The it whole had to go down like that. Is 15 minutes long. It had to go down the like that. The whole scene is just tight. Yeah. And Duvall is a Too G. bad Hobo when Duvall's sitting there eating popcorn. Just He's just there. You're like, oh my goodness. Stuck up on him and just so plays cool. it so cool. Oh, he's a good cop, dude. He's awesome. So, before we go on, before we go into anything raises right, raises wrong, let's go ahead and go into a greatness test. I haven't had one of these in a while. What we do here in the Red Room Theater is we ask, is, a, is, is an actor great? Is a performer a great? And what we do is we take an uh, actor and say, do they have three great films, three movies that will we'll show to our children, that they'll show to their children, three movies that will stand a test of time that are great, stinking films. We, we really have to do a greatness test on Duvall, I just wanted to clear. I want, I want to, Come on, dude. So let's go ahead. What do we got? For Godfather. Duvall? Dude, he and Godfather, I say, he's in one more than two. He is great. He's amazing. He's the Consigliere. <laughs> That's a great Consigliere. film. Yeah, that, We're watching that oh, stinking man. next week, the baby. That's next week. Next Sunday. Oh, man. Okay, so um, that's one. Crazy Heart. His role in Crazy Heart is unreal amazing. I agree with his role. The movie's still too young to know if it's going to make it. You know what I'm saying? What? Movies get lost in the shuffle. What? Dude. You think it's that level of caliber of goodness? It's about a country singer that's a fall-down drunk. That's And it's the dude. It, the best scenes, though, might be Duvall's scenes in that dude, movie. Dude, when they were fishing. That's the best scene of the movie. The, that scene killed me, dude. That scene helped me forgive my own father and love him. Man. <laughs> it took you a minute, dude. It, it took me a minute. What are you, you going to do, dude? Like, Come on, Ernie, join the party, dude. Took him 30 years. What do you want to say, dude? Hey, man. Gotta catch up, man. I know. I'm just saying. That movie helped me realize, okay, that's right. Yeah, and you know what else helped you realize? That you were being dumb. It's true. Man. It did. It helped me get past it. He was awesome in that. I'm telling you, Chris, movies can, they can. How about when he has sober um, bridges come into play at his bar? That's insane, dude. Okay, so we got. The Godfather, done. All right, we don't have to use Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart That's my great movie, dude. He was. It just it's, oh. it's, it's so so. It's only like five years old, isn't it? It's newer than it's uh, older than the Judge. Yeah, it's older than the Judge. I thought the Judge was great. I'm here for you though. I'm gonna say Open Stinking Range. Too bad I just watched some of that oh, yesterday. It's so good. Are you the one that killed our friend? Oh my! Didn't see that coming a mile away. Because usually this, the westerns always have the setup, the standing across, the waiting. I'll and watching. give you open range, dude. Open range is a great I western. I love how Kevin Costner was always being like, you know, uh, losing his cool and like throwing a little tantrums. But when he took Duval's gun when Duval was sleeping in the sheriff's in the jail, yeah. And he was like, what are you doing leaving me out like that? That ain't right. And he's like, I'm sorry, boss. Dang. 
Because he's the boss, dude. He's the he, boss, dude. And that was amazing. The scene of shootout when they're they're getting they're, they're outgunned and they're they're undercover. He goes, I don't want to die without knowing your name, boss. And he's like all like looking down, like don't want to tell him. He's like it's a blue bonnet. <laughs> I forgot what his name was. He's like what? It's blue bonnet. <laughs> tell me, but I'll kill you myself. <laughs> It's a funny, that movie is amazing. It's dude, that's number two to Tombstone for westerns for me, dude. Man, it's I don't know. Pale Riders up there too. There's some great westerns, there dude. There's Unforgiven. I mean, there's some great yeah. westerns. Um, but Duvall, that's three. Open Range, great film. The Godfather, holy crap, great. And we're going Crazy Heart, stinking great. Apostle's dude. amazing too, though, man. There's a there's the natural. You did you ever watch the movie where him and James Earl Jones are brothers? No, I never saw that. That movie is unbelievable. Do you know what it's called? Oh, family thing. A family thing. How is a white guy and a black guy? How are they brothers? Because when um, Robert Duvall was conceived, James Earl Jones' mom worked on the. It was, I don't know if it was a plantation, but she worked on the farm. She was like a like the help. And Duvall's dad, with his sorry self, used to make her lay with him at night. And she got pregnant. And when she had the baby, came out white as snow. Oh, my god! It was insane, dude. And he just sat in the car smoking. That was uh, um, James Earl Jones and Robert Duvall's aunt was the, old, was, was the big mama in that movie. And she said the one thing she remembered was, he was just out there. All you see was the cherry of his cigarette, smoking cigarettes while she was. And that movie's amazing, dude. I gotta watch and that. And Duval is a country redneck who says the n word and everything all the time, dude. And he's half black. Yeah. Oh my. So goodness. it kills him, dude. It's in, and he has to go. Uh, he finds this all out on his mother's quotation mark mother's deathbed. So the white woman that raised him tells yes. him, "You're not mine." Yes. Oh my god. And he confronts the dad. Cause they own a business together, and he goes, "You can stand there crying all you want, Daddy. You sorry son of a bee. I love you, but you're sorry. <laughs> you love you, but you're sorry." He's sitting there crying, dude. He's like, "Mom, I know her. I know she was losing her mind at the end there. This is all just made up in her mind." And he's crying. He goes, "I, I love you, Daddy, but you're sorry. You standing there, you're sorry." I'm like, "Oh my jeez, it's amazing, dude." I gotta see. I'd that. say Family Thing, man. He's got too many amazing movies. Dude, he's like, Lions is a good movie. Watching that one's super fun. Dude, when, dude. when him and Uncle Kane beat up a whole bar full of young kids, <gasps> it's so awesome. With the kid from The Sixth Sense? Yes. Oh, that is a good movie. <laughs> it's <is> awesome, dude. <laughs> Duvall, so we. Red Duvall Theater, is great. You're, you're great. You Every get the stamp. When you're in a movie, we are pumped I'm for it. I'm interested if you're in it. Yeah. I'll, and when you die, dude, we'll give you a show, dude. Don't even talk like that, dude. He's 85 years old, yo. So what? He's got a good 15 years left. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Morgan Freeman are going to be hanging. Oh, my goodness, dude. Okay, so. Dude, True Grit was amazing. And he's in John Wayne's True Grit. That's a great <laughs> it's film. Amazing. Oh, my God. That movie's and amazing. Is he the one that calls him fat? Is he yeah. the one? Dude, that's so funny. John he Wayne, so mad. he's like, like, what'd you say to me? Like, he's so offended. Man. It's so funny, dude. Can't believe you didn't like the original True Grit. I liked the original. I just liked the new one more. Dude, I made the mistake of watching the original first. I watched the new one first. I love the original True Grit. I love the Coen I Brothers. I almost got True Grit on my knuckles. No, you didn't. Yeah. Tattooed on your knuckles, yes. True Grit. 
I think hold fast is pretty sweet. I'll tell you what, though. The, okay, this is way off topic, but my buddy, <laughs> my buddy uh, Sean Addison on uh, Facebook, he's a, like the coolest dude ever. Bartender down in Detroit, book shows, DJ, the whole nine. He's a good dude. So he posts on Facebook. He was going to have a party. He says, okay, what would you say if I said the words Taco Fest? And somebody posted knuckle tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Dude, that's, that's really, really I was funny. Dying. That's stinking funny. So dude, it, it was funny. That's really funny. So, um, defense. <laughs> so here we go. Um, how can you support Red Oak Theater? It's real easy. Give us money. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to go on iTunes Podcast Store. Uh, how do we do in the first order? Review. First order is awesome. We have like 17 shirts okay, ordered. Okay, awesome. And uh, we're going we're, we're to be giving them away next Sunday. And for those that aren't there for the Godfather uh, Red Room Theater viewing, we're going to mail them to you on that following Monday. So they'll be going out like a week in a day. So it's awesomeness. A week? A day. A weekday. <laughs> Up in smoke. Oh, day. How long have oh. you been in Mexico? A week. A day. Which one is it? A week or a day? A weekday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go there to the five-star review. If we read it on air, we will give you a – we'll send you a swag for free. Uh, let me give my homeboy a shout-out. Shout-out. He, he hit me up during the week. Last week's review, his wife was in labor, and nothing was calming her down, and they put on the Karate Kid podcast. Matt Walsh, congratulations to you and your beautiful wife. Man, my boy Matt Wallace, he's the man. That's awesome. Thank dude. you so much, Matt. Dude, and you, you, Matt, you gotta put give us your address. Yeah, send us the info so we can get you some swag. Dude. Give it to some stickers and Facebook buttons. direct message or Twitter direct message, or you can shoot me a text, dude. You got my info, and then we'll hook you up with that free swag, dude. And I'll give a shout out to my boy Steve Ball, who loves our podcast too, man. He listens all the time. All my old crew, man. Dude, you, Tony's old crew, leave five star reviews. Leave us reviews. Five star first gear, dude. Come on. Because if you leave the review, it puts us in front of more people on iTunes. You're going to have to teach me how to do this review thing. Okay, man. I'm sorry. We'll do all it one right. day on, on, on air. Okay. So, how do we raise this wrong, raise this right? Here we go. And this is going to be tough for us. We're going to do raise this wrong first because we have the same exact reaction, Tony. Watch this again after 20 mm. years. As a kid, I thought Douglas was the man. Yeah, but as an adult, you got to put away your childish things, homie. Dude, oh, pound that, Blue. baby! But what is wrong is I thought saying damn the man was awesome. Dude. Fight the system. Kill Fight away. the power. <laughs> okay, Chris Farley. That's what I said. <laughs> Do you remember the, the Jamaicans are like, no, no. no. <laughs> that was so, so stupid. And his brother's like, kill Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing all those somersaults out there. It's on MTV Rock the Vote. So <laughs> funny, so dude. stupid, dude. It was Mud Honey, too, wasn't it? I, I don't remember who it was playing. <laughs> dude, I remember when Ice, was it Ice Cube, Ice T, someone did an MTV thing called Vote or Die. That was their slogan one year. Oh, my God. So goodness. make it vote cool, yo. Gee, um, get out of here. But um, first of all, he goes from a uh, he was in a band called Body Count, who was all about killing cops. He had a song called Cop Killer, and then he's on NCIS. <laughs> Stupid mug. <laughs> all but those Benjamins, baby. Hey, whatever, dude. Too bad his wife Coco's the bomb, dude. <laughs> um, but as a kid, I thought we thought he was the man, and now I watch it again. And he's you like wanted to be him when we were yes! kids. Yes, like stand up for yourself. Don't get pushed around by anybody. But it's like we talked about last week with Pacino. Pacino said I stood up to everyone because it made me feel good. And the thing is, this is what Duvall say. It lies to everyone. Yeah. Everyone goes through what this. What makes you think you're special, dude? The thing is, 
Like, every, every advertisement, every, every organization, every business, every government entity is designed to take your money from you. Help me help you. I mean, that's just the way things yeah, are. I'm telling you, man. I mean, you can get mad about it or freaking deal with it. Dude, you got to keep walking forward. You can't step back. And Douglas decides Let me to just give take up. this opportunity to say we are in the, the Dryden building. Yep. Downtown Flint. We're looking out the windows right now. And the stinking skyline above downtown is so stinking gorgeous right now. That's the best I've seen all freaking This is here. like a postcard. <laughs> Holy cow. Looking down, seeing Saginaw to a beautiful skyline. I'm looking down Saginaw Street to a beautiful soggy bottom bar, which I'll be going to right after we get done. <laughs> nice. Dude, get some of those nice fries for me. What fries? I didn't even know they made fries. <laughs> You're so stupid, dude. But um, as a young man, I thought, yeah. And you know what? I absorbed some of this into That's my life. That's the first time I wanted a butterfly knife watching this movie. Dude, he's like, how'd they do that? I went to college and I, I kind of had that attitude, like down yeah, with you the man, did, dude. like fight the system. Dude, you fought Moody Institution tooth <laughs> and nail, dude. I did, dude. I, I, you had to go see a counselor while you were there, <laughs> dude. But uh, he's not right. He's an idiot, and what he is is throwing a tantrum. He's throwing a tantrum, and you know what's crazy? He is the angry white male. It's like it's like. Him saying, oh, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and go play music. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he feels lied to. He feels like he did everything right and to get what he wanted. So he's, he just leaves his car, smashes stores, well, that's how he, swings he, guns dude, around. Yeah, he's throwing, being a big baby, throwing a tantrum because he's not getting his way. Man, when you see what kind of person he is, it's just like, dude. Like, be, you got to grow up. And he's not a good man. You know why he's, he's an angry listen, man? This is why, this is why the difference between now and when I was a kid, now I think he's despicable. He's, he's, a, he's a mean dad. He's a mean he's a father. Mean, he's a mean husband. Yes. His mother's terrified of him. And that's awful. Dude, that right own mother's scared of you. I'll tell you what. His life might be bad, but you know what? It's his own stupid fault. And you know what? His, dude, you better thank God that I ain't your brother. Talking to mom like that, man. She's like crying. She, she's dude, so scared of him. She says something, then she says, don't tell him I said that. Like, dude, what? If mom called me and said, you or Jesus said something like that, I'd be like, all right, don't worry about it. I got it. Oh, if I saw one of us be mean to mom, I'd lose my mind. Dude. He, Head like, kicks for days. He wants to be mad about life, but he probably at work, he probably wasn't even the best employee. He, he probably just got by. Exactly. Showed up and did his thing, yeah. His life is the way it is. He's, he tells his daughter, they took you away from me. No, you pushed yep. your family away. The, the, you see in the video how he did it. Well, then the mom says he blames her. Like, what? He blames his mom for the divorce. Blames everybody <clears throat> but yourself. Angry white male syndrome, dude. Man, angry white, angry white baby syndrome. Angry, angry anybody baby but you syndrome. Know what? No, it's anybody. Every culture does yeah. it. Every culture. Mexicans, we do it. The, 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 the minorities, we blame the white man. Everyone blames somebody. Yeah. The white man blames us minorities. Do what do you say? The Korean? My government gave you so much. I mean, you, just, you know what's money my government gave you? Just awfulness. I don't know, but it was a lot. <laughs> we want to blame whoever we Everybody can. Everybody who doesn't want to be to stand up and be a man is going to point their finger at everybody else. My one of my old bosses that, uh, used to always tell me, I I don't care 
if you own up to messing up, I don't want to hear excuses of why it happened. Exactly. Just tell me you messed up. You did this. And it's going to be way better than you trying to cover, you know, say, well, this guy did this and this. Who cares about that guy or this guy? Go on Facebook. No one on Facebook has everything wrong. Everyone's no. the victim. Well, no one's like, anything, anything bad. That's Shawshank Redemption Syndrome. Oh, Only guilty man is Shawshank. Dude, <laughs> everybody's a lawyer after me. Everybody is. It's always somebody else's fault. Dude, it's crazy. Man, I've had to face that too, man, in my life, dude. Dude, heck yes. Man, I don't know. When I was in college, I, you know what I did? I was in a, I was in a traffic jam, and it was all crazy. I walked away. I got out of my car and left on the side of the road. You pulled the stinking defense? I pulled the defense and walked away from everything. Remember, I did. Which screws everybody else, because then you got a car <laughs> sitting there blocking the lane. But um, I left school. I left everything. I left, I left my job, my Is that church. when your breakdown was in, in traffic? No, no, I'm just saying, it's, oh. I mean, as, as, a, as a metaphor. You had a breakdown like a mug, dude. I literally You were left, straight Tom Petty. <laughs> left everything, and I used to say all the time, this happened to me. I used to always say, like, man, it was, life got so hard, I just, but you know what? I chose. I chose to give up. I chose to stop going to class, stop going to work. I literally. And you had so many responsibilities that you just, just I had. I failed, I failed a class, and the teacher asked me, why'd you stop coming? I'm like, ah, things are hard. Looked at me, and he's like, he's like, my daughter died this semester. And I buried her, and I only missed three days of class. Don't you tell me you can't carry this Don't life. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> dude, I you should have put it on me, You know dude. what? You should have crawled in a hole, dude. That's, that's heavy duty. He threw it on me. And I, think I was like, you don't know what I go through. Sticking young punk. Oh, speak, listen to this crap. That, not crap. This is, okay, Jamie Foxx was on Stern this, this week, and he was like, yeah, man. He's from a poor town in Texas, and he came up with nothing. Fox goes, is from Texas? Yeah, from, from Terrell, Texas. Uh, uh, it's like a subdiv- uh, subdivision of Dallas. Okay. And um, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, I was on this movie set with these guys from, like, Budapest or something. And he goes, and I was trying to uh, outpour people. <laughs> I mean, this dude, I was like, yeah, man, I came from Terrell, and I didn't have this. And then the guy goes, we didn't have a bathroom. He goes, shoot, you won? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, dang, dude. <laughs> I went to India and I was preaching. I tried to preach about poverty. I'm like, never mind, yo. <laughs> poverty, dude. These guys are waiting around for hours to get some rice, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, like, like man, we had to get some free food from the government, the food bank. Man, we oh. had uh, government cheese. They're like, what is this cheese you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <dude. laughs> it's like, I-, I eat once a day sometimes. I'm like, oh, shoot, never mind. Yeah, I make a quarter a day if I'm working hard. Oh, dude. Jeez, that's why I can't, dude. I Just hearing Andrew Reed's story about uh, the the ACs, bro, the fans are broke. It's it's like 100-something. He's got food poisoning. He's trying to sleep. He's sweating. I'm just like, I can't even imagine. Dude, it almost killed him, dude. It dude, almost- I could I can't even handle listening to him talk about it. I'm like, he dude. He, 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 I mentioned India, and he, he, he gets he, he, he gets tense in his body. Like, that almost broke him as a person. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, you're over there checking on him every few hours because he's like, he wasn't in bed for a couple days. I thought he was, he's, I, I, there was a moment I was scared he was losing too much water, dehydrating because of vomiting diarrhea. I'm like, he's going to die. Holy cow. Wake him up, make him drink water. It was insane. It oh was, my it, it was, it was insane. He, he was, was probably seeing crazy visions, dude. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. The Lord's and speaking it, to me. Hey, and after all this stuff, Ernest is like, oh, you got to come with me, Tone. You got to come down. It's beautiful. It's going to be the most amazing thing. And I'm like, what? I can't even handle the food, homie. And then you can't be mean and say, I ain't going to eat it. No, you got to eat everything I give you. What? Okay. Now, how did we raise this right? Honestly, 
because you have Douglas who says, I was done wrong, I give up, I screw everybody. Then you had the opposite in Duvall, who literally has lost so much. The, Dude. The dream of his life, what was it? What was his great dream? What was paradise? Remember his, your paradise? Oh, paradise was, to me was, uh, what did he say? Making babies. Oh. His dream and was he, to be a you dad. You know what, though? You know what? His wife, she lost her figure. She was like model hot. She and didn't gave have it a up career. for her man. She didn't have a career to fall back on or anything. She, and she lost her looks. So she started going crazy. But she, he, for him, he said she wasn't cut out to be a mother, but she did it for me. And then they and lost. He's grateful oh, to his wife. Yeah. And she is nuts. And she just, she's hard on him. She's, and she's crazy. needy. But you know what? He made a promise to her, he and he loves, loves her. loves her so much. Remember when he took that little thing and was singing London Bridges to her? Dude, oh. and he's like, you're my fair lady. I'm like, oh, my goodness, There's dude. a scene where his old partner's giving him crap about moving to Arizona, retiring, and he goes out to the restaurant, and he goes, hey, I didn't tell you one thing with my wife. I love I her. I love her. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're I a know. good man. But he literally, everyone at work thinks he's a coward because he's on a desk, but he did it for his wife. Did they ever say why he, how he got wounded? They don't mention it. They don't mention it. But it wasn't because of that. It's because his wife, remember the story he tells about his wife, dude? Well, yeah, but remember they, the, even the captain, somebody said, is it because you got wounded? And I don't know, they don't and mention that no. at all. They don't tell you what happened. Is that why she thought he was dead? Yes. Because he came home, she thought he was dead, and he said he had to chase her around the house because she thought he was a ghost? Oh, my goodness, dude. And the way he tells that, it's like, and she's like, I had no idea. Like, oh, my goodness. He goes to the desk because he wants to make, give his wife a peace of mind. Oh. He, he carries the scorn of his coworkers, looked down on by his own captain. He lets his wife belittle him sometimes because he's strong on the inside. And even though life isn't fair, and even though he didn't get what he wanted, he's still grateful and he's still good. And he loves her like, oh, my goodness. Even the dang cat attacks her, remember? She's like, I'm bleeding. <laughs> and you were talking about something important came up. <laughs> the cat was like, dang, El Elmira. <laughs> One time, I had a, a guy in college write me. He wrote me a, a letter. Um, we were dramatic, us guys in college. We were really dramatic. I, saw, I found a letter the other day. I was going through my old stuff, found a letter. It's called The Epistle of Mark to Ernesto. The Grand Arsma wrote it. I was about to drop out of school to go walk, like, hitchhike to Guatemala. Because I wanted to go, my buddy was down there, I was going to go find you No, know, you can't do that, right? Yeah, you can. You go to Mexico. Go all the way down. You were going to go all the way through Mexico to Guatemala. That's right. I was hoping to learn Spanish on the way, the whole thing, dude. So I have this plan. You're insane. And this guy writes me a letter. He goes, listen, Vanessa. You are the most dramatic person I've ever met in my life, dude. You're so, you would have done it, too. Dude, I was so You would have died out there. You would have seen one tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> you know me literally he goes Ernesto I watch you and I watch you go from one thing to another and I realize he goes and this is true he goes you want to be a man of God you want to feel like a man of God so whenever that feeling goes away you chase it down and try to find it again and you'll go dramatic to get it and he goes he's Ernesto being a man of God is not about feeling like a man of God it's about doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done regardless of how you feel and Dang, it changed my life. Dude. Being a man is not about feeling like a man. It's about doing what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, regardless of how you feel. So I come home and I'm wiped out. I've seen awful crap in a day. My kids want their daddy. You know what a man does? A man doesn't veg on the couch. A man digs deep, gives a piggyback ride, and when they go to bed, falls down. <laughs> 
Too bad when I get home from work, I lay on the couch, dude. Shit. Well, the thing is, when the kids aren't home, shoot, day I'm laying on the couch. I'm just saying, when you make promises, when you have responsibilities, like, it's hard, man. It's just freaking hard, and we just carry it. And Duvall carries it, and I, I've always loved the movie. I always loved him in it. I love him even more oh, now. Oh, man, man, he's amazing. He's a good man. If you haven't man. seen Crazy Heart, watch it, please. Duvall is an incredible actor, dude. He's incredible in this movie. He's incredible. This, and what's great is they, the, the cop and, the, and Douglas don't meet to the very end. And when they meet that scene, because the whole movie, are, yeah. kinda, they're kind of going towards one another it's slowly. It's amazing. And, and you, finally, know, you, know one, you know one thing that I noticed? Is Michael Douglas, when he's like faced with a man like that, he don't really know how to handle it. No, he doesn't. Because Duvall's looking at him like, I'm right here. And like he's telling him, dude, you're an idiot. Dude, how man, when he puts the um the gun on the on the pier and his wife kicks the gun. It's brilliant. And then she throws it over. Oh my goodness, dude. That movie's amazing. It is an awesome movie. What's sad is people break all the time in real life. They just I know. They let the little things knock you them over. You see it every day. On Facebook every day, people get mad about dumb crap and Dude, lose their minds. Dude, you see people have a mental breakdown on Facebook. The next day, they have to take it down. And it's like, man, I thank God every day we didn't have Facebook when I was in high school. Oh, my goodness, dude. The, the screenshots that would be forever. Forever. I find some of my old journals. I wrote insane, stupid, dramatic, lame crap. Yeah, me too, dude. Girl looked up with me, and I would write down things about how, like, just insane things over a girl did it for one week. <laughs> End of the world. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's just like that stinking Garth Brooks song, man. Thank God for unanswered <laughs> prayers, dude. There's so many girls I'm glad threw me aside, because, man. <sighs> Save my life. Thank you, Evan. <laughs> Thank you, Evan, for little girls. <laughs> Everybody thinks he's a child molester, dude. Dude, that's from... We'll, we'll my father the hero. We'll post that YouTube on our, our channel. Oh, thank you, Evan. It's one of the funniest scenes. It's so funny, dude. Gerard Depardieu, dude. He, that movie's awesome. He's had some good movies. How about the green card? That the end scene is unbelievable. When he's playing the piano? I, I wanted he, to leave the room. I was so nervous. But, dude, he blows it up. Oh, Ooh, he does the French poem, dude. dude. And people are like, sniffly, dude. Oh, it's crazy. It's amazing. Oh, man. So... That's falling down. It's it's a 1993 gem. It a lot of social issues dealt with in this movie. Oh, I mean, race, poverty, construction, <laughs> um, government, bureaucracy, all of it. So, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater, or us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Red Room Theater. Spell the European spelling. Theatre. You can follow us individually at Ernesto Lanise and at Chico Love 24. Have I explained what Chico Love 24 is? Something not tonight. We're, we're, we're right. going over at a time. Now, what are we doing next week, brother? What well, are we watching next week? We're having a field trip next week. <gasps> field trip? And we're getting huge slushies and awesome popcorn. Great popcorn. And I'm going to get Swedish fish and Mike and Ike's. Oh, you're going all out, baby. You're getting two candies? You're crazy. Well, it's going to be 
Whatever. They, they never have both. It's going to be one or the other. <laughs> Goobers or Raisinets? <laughs> Neither, dude. Oh, you're crazy. Goobers are the peanut chocolates, right? Yes. And Raisinets, raisinets are, raisin. are okay. Okay. Ain't like Reese's Pieces. But next Sunday on June 4th, we have an event on Facebook already built if you want to yes. join up. We're having our second Red Rum viewing party. Don't be scared of the, the Raven Flint people. It's an awesome theater. It's a great theater. At 2 o'clock on Sunday, we're out and there. And it's technically Flint Township, so uh, you guys will be okay. Yeah, exactly. Drink the water. We're going to watch on the big screen for the first time in our I, lifetime. I actually am not... like it's, It hasn't hit me how incredible this is going to be on the big screen. We're going to watch... The Godfather. Man. One of the greatest films of all time, 40th anniversary, this coming Sunday, June 4th. Be there. We'll have swag. We'll have t-shirts. We, it's gonna, we'll do interviews with people. It's, Are we? We'll do interviews of your favorite scenes. We'll put some of it on air. It's going to be awesome. You got a recorder? Got a recorder, dude. Oh, man. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be sweet. So, next week... June 4th, Godfather, we will see you there. Rave Cinema. Rave Cinemas. The event's on Facebook. The event is also on Facebook. So, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Rum Theater. Now, let's go meet some nice policemen. They're good guys. Come on, let's go. I'm the bad guy? Yeah. How'd that happen? I did everything they told me to. Did you know I build missiles? Yeah. I help to protect America? You should be rewarded for that. Instead, they give it to the plastic surgeon. You know, they lied to me. Is that what this is about? You're angry because you got lied to? Is that why my chicken dinner's drying out in the oven? Hey, they lie to everybody. They lie to the fish. But that doesn't give you any special right to do what you did today. The only thing that makes you special is that little girl. Now let's go. Let's go!